It's time for Sex with Sue and Adam. Hey, everybody! It's Sue from Sex with Sue and Adam and Ryan. Hey, How you doing? hey hello. Guys. Hey. So we're here. We're back. It's a happy St. Patrick's Day. I, I, you know, you don't get the visual of, of you know, great audio of you know us in green. I should show you my green bra. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> I have lots of them. So we're going to do, we're having a fun St. Patrick's lots Day. Lots of green bras, really. Lots of green bras. Oh, I, have, I have lots of colors. But we have a uh, St. Patrick's Day party with the ducks, you know, hot tubbing and uh, dancing the Celtic. I've got, uh, you know, we got, we got this kind of crazy playlist and we're going to be, you know, doing fun and interesting activities in a beautiful chalet with the ducks. It should be awesome. Is anyone Irish or by heritage? We I think have I, I am. You are? Yeah, no, I, I, I'm only first generation I'm Canadian. pretty sure I'm Scottish, but there was a debate yeah, no, of whether I, I, have, yeah, yeah. I have a I have a British passport. I, my whole family's from Edinburgh. So. Oh, wow. Nice. Yes. yes, it is. So that's good. So we're going to have so much fun doing the duckling event. Yay! Can't <laughs> wait. <laughs> All right. It is. It's going to be good. Okay, so we, we, we in, in, in the theory of, you know, in the, in the sort of feeling of the holiday, I know, Adam, you found some crazy, uh, crazy Irish sex positions. And, and there's always a thing going, you know, the best the best lovers come from X countries or how much sex they have in different countries. Durek's always yeah. does those kind of studies. Yeah. So what do so, you think? So this is a Cosmopolitan article I found. And it's uh, 11 St. Patrick's Day Saint, uh, sex positions that will truly top your morning. <laughs> Bracket, <laughs> leprechaun costume optional. So before I get started, I want to say like, they did a really good job of having diverse options here. So there's some for just women and other women. There's some for women and men. I think it's really cool that in a couple of the drawings for women, they show like stretch marks. Like it's all animated and drawn. But like that's that's very cool. That is very cool. Yeah, we're all not Barbies and Kens. No, no, no. Yeah. Real people so, having real sex. Yep. There's only so, like six women in the world who are supermodels and the rest of the billions of us still have sex. Yeah. Exactly. So this one is called the, the Seed Mill Fentale. Which apparently is Irish Gaelic for the one hundred thousand welcomes. <laughs> and, and if I can, uh. <laughs> it's a duck event when we all got COVID because we kissed David, who was yeah. yeah, we kissed him and we all got sick. Oh my god! So this seems to be I, now. I have the fun of trying to describe sex pictures positions to you, you two, um, and the audience. But so this <laughs> seems to be man on his knees, woman on her back, but her her lower back and her ass is like raised up to groin level for him so he's on his knees she's on her back but she's raised up to meet him okay so more sex positions that require you to be a gymnast like the kama sutra i always say yes. you need a gymnasium and you need a whack of equipment in order just to get a good pillow honestly yeah that's fair i like the, i like the liberator the sex pillows they're great they're like the hmm. wedge you know mm, yeah how big are they I, though they're big enough and they're hard to store. I keep thinking they need to have inflatable ones so that you can. Yeah, make hmm, that'd be yeah, a good idea. But it is, but I, yeah, yeah, maybe my next. My you next should make that. Yeah. I should make that. <laughs> I just. Got so this of- this is a um, the next one is called Luck of the Irish. <laughs> it seems to be um, basically basic reverse cowgirl, but she's grabbing his ankles and she's more doing like a rocking motion as opposed to an up and down, like a. All right. A pelvic so we pivot. need we need. Um, sort of positions for middle-aged women who do not do yoga like i'm sorry but come on well I you're gonna be like so i'm skipping ahead a little bit because there's over the rainbow 69 which is just 69 um <laughs> but this one looks really interesting i'll show it to the camera this is called mm-hmm. the lucky charm 
where it just seems to be one woman laying on her back and enjoying a remote toy. With another woman. With another woman. A remote okay. toy oh. being used four inches away from the remote. Yes. Right. Yes. Okay. <laughs> well, those are cool. Those remote yeah. toys. Have you, have you ever tried but those? Then, those are fun. I, I, I've, fun. I've, I haven't had... Um, hold on. This one's great. Speaking of... This one's called the uh, St. Patrick's Day Challenge. And we're talking about acrobatics. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, yes. She's leaning... He's holding her legs up against a wall. Like, that's going to happen. I'm yeah, somebody, you know, that's I, so I, much I, I core see, workout. I like, can see high my five. nose being broken. So, so, <laughs> so, Ms. McGarvey, how did you break your nose in emergency? I can see it. I can totally see it. No, no, none of that. So that's fun. So there's, there's so lots of cool things. There's a couple it. of them, but this is the one I think that is probably the most, and like, I, maybe I have to deal with it a little bit. It's, uh, it's a, like basically some bondage play. Okay. With, like, What's it called? It's called Over the Rainbow. It is the woman facing down, and her ankles and her uh, wrists are tied together with one connecting piece of rope. Okay, that's a that's a good thing. That's that's that hog tied over the rainbow stuff. And <laughs> yeah, my favorite my favorite rope story is I, I told you the story about how I went to Preston Hardware dressed in on my way to a duck event, and I'm in heels and a, and a red dress, and I go to the guy at Preston Hardware. It's the Italian <laughs> part of town. I need some rope. Please, you know, what's the softest rope you have? You can get like silk rope, right? It's like, yeah, well, I'm at Preston Hardware and I had three guys helping me. It was great. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, in all fairness, you're living your Fifty Shades of Grey best life because I think that's where it starts off with, right? Like when she first or second or third time meets the guy is like he's buying chain and rope and all this other. Yeah. Zip ties, right? Serial package. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 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 It's a real, yeah, that's the problem with, like, enthusiastic bondage is that when you meet the person, it's, like, a 50-50 chance on, like, serial killer versus, like, are they into bondage based on their shopping list alone. I know. Well, that's good. Thank you for that. Well, we have a few. We have a few questions. Thanks for calling. We have a few questions. Hope you guys are going to know. Everybody wants to come and do a duckling, go to the duckling event on. Uh, Absolutely. The, yeah, yeah. The 19th of March. Come join us. But we had a few questions from our listeners. Yay. Sue at sexwithsue.com. And, you know, there there's certainly a lot of, of discussion. It was, it was really the one about masturbation. I've had a lot of. I think podcasters, there's a lot of younger. I'm, I'm, I'm on TikTok. I have over 6,000 followers. I'm so wow. excited. I know I'm an influencer. Who knew? I have like 6,000 people following me before they cut me off. But anyway, you know I don't know. Actually, I saw, sorry, not to interrupt you, Sue, but like I was watching TikTok a second ago, or last night, and there was a couple of girls that are showing like how to do really quick like bondage rope. Like it's right? a couple of quick like twists and all of a sudden you have a decent one that you can undo. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's something you can pursue on the on the TikTok is having showing off like maybe some like quick right. tips and tricks. Quick tips and tricks. I'm, I, it's not my specialty. I can do the basic one. It's hilarious because we did a talk and we had a whole bunch of people come to an, an event on, on bondage. And I put like, I'd gone to Rona and bought like massive amounts of rope and cut it up and tied it with <laughs> electrical tape on the end so it didn't fray. And everybody mm. got, you know, you know, a few yards, like, like a couple meters on their chair. Well, nobody listened. Everybody, everybody got their rope and they were playing with it and they were tying each other up and they were doing all kinds of crazy things with the rope. They were just, they were having so much fun. And so, as I said, it's not my thing. I'm not a rope. I wouldn't consider myself a rope girl. And I can do, it took me forever to do the one. Oh, oh, and then I had to do the duckling necklaces. Tracy coached me for for like a month before we went to, (laughs) before we went to Mexico so I could make sure I could do the duckling necklaces. But it's, mm. it's, you know, it's good. So I, those are fun. I, but you should follow me on TikTok. Sex with Sue. Follow me on TikTok. It's, um, 
Yeah, it's been interesting to read the questions. Anyway, I had a question yes, about masturbation. About masturbation. How much was masturbation? How much is too much? What is the mm -hmm. thing? And I would be really interested because they were all from guys. Because, you know, women's like, we don't ever worry about that we're masturbating too much. Like, I, I just don't ever get that question from women. I, I mean, don't. in all fairness, like, uh, I've known women who in, who've enjoyed things and then like, especially like hot shower. And like mm. sometimes that can dry you out or like create pH balance issues. So like, if you're doing it too much, your body can kind of tell you very quickly, like, <laughs> hey, <laughs> you know, maybe yeah. take a break. I, I really haven't had that. Like, I got to tell you, I have had, you know, toys from all over the world. I have never really had that problem. Yeah. You know, I've had problems with too much sex and then being a little bit sore. But yeah. masturbation, no, because, you, you know, your body gives you that instant feedback. And we have a poll right now on the Duckling Facebook group asking if you prefer internal or external toys. And it's pretty much 70-30 right now, external. Which so, makes sense. Yeah. So yeah, no penetration? Is. No penetration. Well, there's only That's a small fraction of well, there's I think there's only a very very small fraction of women that can uh, orgasm from penetrative sex. I so you could probably have a number yeah, in your it's, head. Yeah, it's, it's more than it's it's closer to thirty percent. So I wouldn't say super small, but it depends okay. on the you know and, and it's like some people can based on how they're posting online. Like they, you can mm -hmm. use that use somebody's pubic bone to rub against, and it's mm -hmm. all good that way. But it's it's interesting because. I, anyway, I, I think let's finish the masturbation thing. So I, yes, I, I, there was a lot of guys who thought, you know, I have had regular clients that have masturbated five, six, seven times a day. I would mm. say, you know, if you're masturbating three times a day, you're in the realm of normal. And okay. certainly in my <laughs> 20s, up until, cool. you know, it's I still masturbate every other day at least. And yeah. and it's but in my 20s and 30s, it was pretty much once or twice a day for sure. Yeah, and uh, hmm. I, I think that was a problem. I had it always. I had it under my desk, and if I needed it, boom, I could get off in three, two and a half minutes, three minutes, and then I could get back to work. It's got it down to a science. Yeah, I so can do that. Quick stress relief. Yeah, I think there's okay. So I remember uh, before I met my lovely wife, there was a lady who I had like a one night stand with, who was also a nurse. And like I had drinks, I always had problem performing a little bit when I first time I hook up with or, or sleep with someone. And she suggested, like, sometimes maybe that's because, like, your dick is too close, too, like, you're using too, too hard of a grip. Mm -hmm. And you're, and you're, and you're, and you're used to that. Well, it's that feedback of you know exactly how to stimulate yourself. Yeah. And the, and mm -hmm. the vagina and the, and even the mouth are not nearly as tight as a hand. Yeah, of course. Mm -hmm. So yeah. that might be an issue when you're considering, like, masturbation. Like, it might not be so much how often you're doing it, unless it's, like, really interfering with your life. Like if you can't go to a work meeting without, you know, taking a break to rub one out. But if you're just living, I, I think, I don't know, two to three times you're saying is average. No, I don't know if it's average, but it's certainly within the realm of normal. Yeah. Right? Okay. And, and I wanted guys to sort of wait in on that because I have a lot of guys, oh my God, I'm masturbating too much. And I'm like, no, there's a lot of, certainly a lot of new Canadians who come from a place where masturbation is bad and they're yeah. masturbating a lot and they think they're freaks. And yeah. it's like, no, hmm. no, no. I think no, it's no. like a lot of other things where, I mean... As long as it's not getting in the way of your other other aspects of your life, there's no problem with it. Mm -hmm. As long as it's not taking away from your sex life, your your relationships, as long as it's not taking away your time for family, friendships, work. If if you're putting everything, if your life on hold to masturbate 100 times a day, yes, maybe that's a problem. Maybe that's a problem. But less than that, 
Well, or having, <laughs> you have to go, or you have to go into work. You have to go in the bathroom at work in order to function. So you're right. It's 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 that problem. So I, I was talking to a guy yesterday, who I spent a lot of my days talking to men about penis size and and the challenges there are. And this guy is like pushing seven inches. There is nothing, nothing wrong with, and, and sometimes I'll, I'll say, send me an anonymous dick pic. I said, in that clinical situation, I need to see if it's body dysmorphic or if you really do have a micro penis. In this case, he's got a perception that it's wrong because he's not, there is nothing wrong with it. And he still thinks that all the women he's slept with has slept with women who have got larger penis, like who slept with guys who have larger penises, and that very, and that they all want to do internal stimulation. And I'm like, no, you know, sometimes internal stimulation is fun in conjunction, but oh, absolutely. But I mean, again, it's it's a guy with a big dick who just focuses on internal stimulation. Versus a guy with an average size who is mm-hmm. incorporating toys or focusing on pleasure, nipple yeah. play, so on and so forth. That a second guy wins every single time. I think so too. Like yeah. I said, I tell everybody, I'm a woman at 50. I don't care about your dick. What's, show me your tongue. <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah. and about that specific case, I would actually wonder about communication in that case. Where he, he worries that all the women have had bigger dicks than his, but is, has he asked them? Is he just fearing that? Is it his own no, internal? No, no. It, this it was a really unusual conversation. He really has this perception that everybody else has got a bigger dick, and he, as soon as he, he mm. just he feels, you know, he was really in some situations where a lot of the guys were hung, and yeah. I'm like, uh, okay. I'm sorry that it, you know, I think that he's had a bit of a perfect storm where he's yeah, kind of sounds just, like just been in situations in locker rooms or in threesomes where the guys were just you know he was in an orgy mm-hmm. where everybody was hung and i'm like i'm really sorry that has not been my experience and mm-hmm. you know i think that's that process of being gentle with yourself so it was interesting because he thought that women really wanted in terms of masturbation was internal and there are some women that get turned on by having their cervix stimulated and i, I was asked this question when i said the radio clip was about cervical orgasms and there are a bunch of women that like it and some women 20 there's about 20 percent and 20 percent who go to the get a pap test and you're pulling them off the ceiling because it hurts most of us it's Mm -hmm. like it's you feel the pressure but it doesn't hurt because it's which is a good thing during childbirth because it's not (laughs) as sensitive but there are some women that are wired that way and And, they want and they want it hard and pounding and they want to be able to pop the cervix at the back that's what they like and i I could be wrong but like i'm i'm pretty sure i've heard from women before like there is a threshold like there is a there is there is too big there is like you know like different women different sizes so on and so forth you know yeah. <laughs> like it all, it all it, it very much depends on your partner is yeah, what i'm it, kind of getting it, down there to. there have been yeah there can be it can be too big it can be too big so yeah. and, and certainly rules ain't a lot of the table and you want to have those really sloppy blowjobs that's off the table yeah so yeah absolutely that works so oh, anyway go ahead sorry Sorry, I, I looked it up. The the world record for masturbation <laughs> okay. uh, was These are always great. Eighty three times in twenty four hours by a Taiwanese boy. Wow! But they also said that someone died trying to beat that record, and they after they reached forty two. What? Yeah, but here's That's what I found really interesting: was um, wow, someone did a study. Uh, at the Center for Marital and Social uh, and Sexual Studies in California, about the most amount of female orgasms in an hour. Does anyone want to guess the number? Mm, I don't know, like 
40. Brian? I guess I was thinking of a day. I had a lot higher number, but yeah. The, no, but an hour. Uh, an hour. Oh, that's going to be, depending on your definition of an orgasm, I mean. Well, they, they're going to have to have the electrodes in to see the contractions. Yeah, I imagine yeah. this is probably like uh -huh, optimal cool. settings. All right. Say so, 90. Yeah. No. Ooh, close, Ryan. 134. 134. That's more than one per minute. That's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. All right, one. That's that's really a that's a, really a gift. One per minute. Sue, okay. you have a challenge now. <laughs> no, I mean... that, that ship. Honestly, that ship has has passed. Like I remember, as I said, I remember in my twenties needing to masturbate two or three times a day, and having all kinds of toys, and just not being able to function and think. And you touch my elbow, and I was soaked. I am now postmenopausal, and I am not. Ha have you noticed? Not like the not, same not, way. not not to say but postmenopausal versus premenopausal <laughs> has the ability to like orgasm like become more hard to do or easier a to do a little bit or? harder not a lot not significantly uh, but, but... Not, you know not really harder just just the multiple orgasms aren't as easy for sure mm -hmm. and i just don't have the crazy desire the desire is still there and yeah. I still want sex every day and i still masturbate every other day but compared to when i started which was yeah, I'm in. Like, whatever you want, all the time, just touch me. And that feeling, and there's a lot of guys who don't believe that women are like that, and I'm like, hell yes. That was, it was distracting. It got, you know, it, it became it became defining for me, right? It, it yeah. was, at times I felt like a mutant. Um, <laughs> I really did. Like, I'm just like, really? Hmm. Like, really? It's just, and I've always had more, a greater sex drive than any partner I've ever been with. That's ever. a superpower, I think. Yeah. Oh, that's that's great. I'm I'm, you know, you guys are, are cool. Like X Men positive. That's kind of mutant duck, is what I'm duckling, thinking. Duckling, duckling guys. <laughs> I had a lot of guys who are super intimidated by that. Like just no. like really, you want to do it again? Like just thinking I'm I'm nuts. So, crazy. Yeah. No. Yeah. So that I, slut shaming thing, you know, it's not as much for for women now, but I certainly lived it. Yeah. No, I can imagine. I, I said like the difference is I think like and this is a quick anecdote, but like when my when I was like sixteen, my brother was two years younger. He was dating a girl, his age, and then she was still staying with us for a little bit for various reasons. And my mother went out and bought like her and her friend like their first sex toy. Mm -hmm. And I was like, yeah, that makes sense. Like you really, if you're you know if you're sexually interested at a young age, you shouldn't have to wait until you're like twenty one living in a college dorm to find your toy and, and sort of, you know, discover your own body. You should be able to do it at whatever age you feel is appropriate. And like, obviously parents and so on and so forth. But like, there is something you said about like, not, I mean, I wonder if that's maybe less of a factor now that like the world has gotten very, I think overly sex or more now sex there's, positive. There's lots of places where you masturbate and it's no stop bad, like lots of places. <sighs> So, yeah, the only time I ever see, you know, Muslim women in my office is if there's a problem around pain or they're newly married and they're, there's, you know, their hymen is, is still intact or there's a problem with part A and mm -hmm. slot B. Like, they really do have a problem. That's the tend to be the only time because mm -hmm. otherwise it's not – and that's not, that's not a blanket thing, but I tend to not see as many – because and maybe because I'm not a Muslim therapist, I don't know. But it's it's sure. different. Different cultures have very different attitudes about sex, mm -hmm. and you know it's about being sensitive to that. So understanding that it's okay to masturbate and it's okay to have a healthy mm -hmm. sex drive, and it's okay yeah. to have multiple orgasms, and it's okay to want to have toys. But if you come from a place where it's no stop bad, it can be hard. 
Yeah. It's better than okay to have multiple orgasms. Yes, it's a public service to have multiple orgasms. (laughs) I know. So, Ryan, I just wanted to finish one of the the topics we had. Um, I don't know if Adam had anything else you wanted to add. No, 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 no. Please. Um, But he, Adam, Ryan was talking about um, the time where we did the last conversation or a conversation where we talked about, you know, signals and why we need yeah. signals and that you were saying that you know guys are super clueless or maybe i was saying that guys are super clueless and not yes, picking up on yes. signals and <laughs> i you're agree saying, with that and i also and agree and you're yeah. saying it's because but women are super subtle and going you know they need to have this sort of neon sign going hello hello here i'm interested please well, yeah. touch me i i imagine the, like a couple of times i've thought about this in the past where i've heard a um someone talking about um uh, I can't believe he hasn't picked up on my signals or, or how can he not either interested or uninterested like how the, how does this person know I not know that I don't like him that I'm uninterested because I've been so clear and I remember thinking like I've been in the room it has not been clear yeah. it's this, this you are not telling this person I'm not interested you're giving them very subtle hints and it is not clear and that's where I, I completely agree that a lot of the time guys are clueless and I've got tons of my own stories about about like 20 minutes later I'm like oh wow i totally missed that and like i i was driving home after being invited into someone's house and i'm like no thanks i gotta work tomorrow and then yeah driving yeah. back and then i thought oh that was damn it that was totally uh i missed that but <laughs> no, but do you think that's like sorry, but at the same time whereas yes guys can be clueless there's two sides to the to the like there's two sides to communication where guys are not picking up the signals, but maybe that's partly because the signals aren't very clear. I, w- I wonder maybe that's like, because I'm watching like Euphoria and shows involving around high school and stuff like that. And I wonder how much of it is women growing up, especially in high school and junior high and stuff, the ones that were overtly sexual or or, or, or making it very uh, well known that they're interested sexually in someone or not are kind of shamed. Oh, totally. Oh, that's mm-hmm. what and then, I was just getting to. Yeah, I, I was exactly. slut shamed big time. I, I lived it. I know exactly what that's like. There's that, but there's also the, you know, and, and I'm having the trouble with, with, I'm trying to articulate to swingers groups or to duckling guys, or I'm doing this whole swinger class where it's, it's, and you know, it's this piece where Ryan, you're saying that the women aren't being aggressive enough to say, I'm interested. I'm smiling at you. I'm making eye contact. I'm looking away, smiling at you again touching your arm like you're not reading the signals and then i have sex sexy situations where regular rules apply but they think because it's a sex event i can be super aggressive and that Mm. is not the case and i have problems articulating just because you're at a sex event doesn't mean you can be aggressive like you can't and no. so it's that line for guys of understanding that you know that that she may not be she may not be aggressive enough in a regular social situation, but you are too aggressive, or you know that that dynamic of what that is. It's it's regular you know politeness and regular social engagement rules apply, and if you're mm-hmm. missing those cues, it can be really hard to read that room. Can I make a a, a bold statement? You can tell me if you agree with this or not. But maybe when you're in a sex positive environment, such as like a duckling group or so on and so forth it's kind of two-sided where women are encouraged to be more outgoing and more uh, like free and not have to worry about normal social constraints. Well, guys should kind of still use their heads, you know, and like, like let the women have the freedom to make their choices and do what they want and be approached. But you still have to, just because you're in a sexual environment does not mean that 
social norms as a guy are gone because there are still issues, uh, disparities between the genders and like, I'm sure women are still worried about. Well, it, it's all about that and it's about how well they know you. Like it's always about how yeah. well they know you. So if you meet, if they're in and, and whatever your situation, if you're at a bar and the woman is like making really, she's trying to be really clear, mm -hmm. you need to ask. <laughs> yeah. Um, I miss, you know, maybe I'm misreading this, you know, would, you know, here's, here's the story. But the other piece is that guys, and, and we talked about that, but that guys are missing, you know, they think that just because a girl's in a, a girl likes sex, it's game on. It's like, no, like I may no. like sex. Mm -hmm. I, I tell duckling guy, like, I'm going to sit you beside the friendliest girls. And I know she's, you know, I know she's, you know, at orgies on the weekend, no. but she doesn't know you. It doesn't matter. She's putting out her hand. Like she is like, mm -hmm. you know, I'm going to shake your hand until I get to know you. And then you're, I'm going to sit on your face. But until then, back <laughs> off. Right. It's that piece. Yeah, it's it's something about the liberation of that, but you still have to remain to some social like. There's no entitlement, is what I'm, I guess the word I'm looking for. You're not entitled to have sex because you're going to a sex event. Yeah, that is absolutely true. So that was a really interesting topic. I hope everybody has a great St. Patrick's Day. We're yeah, be, wear some uh, green. Wear some green. Have some fun. If you need to find community, come find us at wearetheducklings.com. Otherwise, we are Sex with Sue and Adam and Ryan. Yay! Yay! All right, we'll, and, and, we're, we're, and we, we love you, and we'll talk to you next time. Bye. Bye. Be safe. Thank you for listening. Remember to send your questions to sue at sexwithsue.com, and we'll see you on the next show.